Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Let's go! All right, glad to have you in tonight here at the Boulevard at the corner of East Main and Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Chip Walters along with the head coach, Coach Rick Stock. you today, sir? I'm great, Chip. How you doing, my man? Good, good to be here. Our program is presented every week by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and trusted energy advisor. So Middle Tennessee enjoyed an open date on Saturday, and we'll get back into action uh, on this coming Friday night as they take on the Huskies of the University of Connecticut, game to be played in East Hartford at uh, Pratt & Whitney Stadium there. So uh, middle last action was two Saturdays ago in uh, Lynchburg, Virginia against Liberty. But, uh, Coach, you, you had a week off, and, and a, a lot of times during that time you hope that you're able to get folks, you know, get some bumps and bruises and things healed up and also uh, just get some fresh legs because you, you're going to have a stretch of six straight weeks. But when you look back at it, you guys had about ten straight weeks leading up to this. Yeah, you know, that was uh, – it was always good, you know. It's always good to get a break, especially, you know, after four, five, six games like that. So the open date came at a good time, and uh, like you said, we've gone been going about ten straight weeks now, counting August and everything, and you know, a lot of road games, and and that wears on your body also, and uh, you know, so we practiced a couple times last week. We went out recruiting, and uh, you know, came back yesterday, and then we'll go here again here tonight after this. You know, so, uh, but I think, you know, uh, guys that, you know, feel better about their bodies, you know, we'll get one guy back for sure that we haven't had the last couple weeks. Uh, You know, we lost three or four guys, uh, you know, at Liberty that obviously we're not going to have back. So, uh, but just like you said, Chip, I think mentally, you know, they're they're fresher. you know, they got away. Some of them were able to go home for the weekend and everything. So it uh, took a little bit of stress off their body, uh, you know, towards the end of the week and, you know, came back yesterday and, and worked out. So uh, I think we're in a good place right now. Yeah. You know, after this weekend, for the first time all year, you'll have more home games left on your schedule than road games. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, uh, just, five out of your first seven on the road, that, that, that is a grind. It is. And just uh, – you know, it just seems like it's been forever, you know, when since we've been here and, uh, you know, we've played pretty good, you know, the two home games that we've had. And uh, be excited to, to finish out or not finish the season here, but, uh, you know, have more, like you said, more at home than away because it does. People don't realize, you know, you know, the traveling, how that wears on you, whether you fly or you bus. It's, it, it takes a toll on you physically getting back at, you know, one, two in the morning and all those things just on top of everything else that they've got going on. It, it, it's a, it was a pretty – Yeah. this has been a really <clears throat> tough stretch. Yeah, I mean, and even when you've got uh, when you've got it as good as you can have it, it's still uh, moving this many people when you go to a road game. I mean, it's a process. Yeah, I mean, you hear professionals talk about it all the time, you know, uh, just the wear and tear that it has on their body and – 
you know, going to a different time zone, all those things, staying in a different bed, you don't sleep as well. Uh, yeah. You know, all those things that, that go into it. So, um, you know, be glad, you know, that like like we said, that be glad when we get back home for a while. Yeah, you've gotten to sleep in your own bed for the last couple of weeks. And when you talk about that kind of travel, and we'll have even more of it uh, during basketball season where you go and you play two games on the road, it's interesting to me how the Preds travel. For instance, if they have a – let's say they would play the game, get cleaned up. They would go get on the airplane right then and, and go and get into wherever they're going. You, you know, mean they don't have to worry about going to school the next day? They don't have to worry about going to school. How about that? And uh, even uh, sometimes, you know, English class or whatever. But but uh, they do it that way. And, uh, and and pros, obviously, because of that, can can do yeah. different things with their travel. But I always thought it was kind of interesting that they did that instead of staying another night at home. And then you know, I, I think a lot of times people do that from what I've been told and looked at is, you know, it just gives them a day – you know they to can acclimate. sleep to, to to the time zone change, and uh, and I guess because the predators wherever they go, it's going to be in another time it's zone. It's either eastern or you know, or even mountain or, yeah. or Pacific. If they go to Western Canada, it's 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 that kind of deal. But yeah. you know, tra- travel is interesting. And in, and in, uh, in when we uh, see Brent Brock, who's here tonight, and he's here every night, and his crew. You know they make it as easy as as possible. They have it as organized as possible. And I know from my crew standpoint, it it uh, you know we we're we, we're we're hangers on, but we feel welcome and uh, and we're glad that uh, that we're able to do that. It it sure makes our life easier to be able to travel with you guys. Yeah. And and this year, uh, with travel getting somewhat back to normal, it's made it a lot easier. Yeah, you know, BB Brent does a fantastic job jan warley and eli miller you know those three guys three people are you know they just do a super job and uh everything's organized it's on time it's you know bb spends a lot of time a lot of time doesn't get the credit he deserves for what he does for you know 175 people 180 people that travel every game and uh you know very appreciative of him and thankful for what he does because he he does it as good as anybody i've ever been around yep he and jan will they'll head out on uh, wednesday and get everything ready at the hotel they'll make sure all the food's right all the tickets are right all the room keys are right and know where to go yeah, at night you know yeah and uh, and then they'll have our <laughs> they'll have our our we'll see their smiling faces when we get there and the first thing uh, when, when we get off he goes where are you going to dinner tonight? And I said, well, where did you go last night? So that's uh, that's how I, I gain a little knowledge there. He knows where to go. Exactly. But uh, it is uh, interesting, the, the travel part of it. And, and uh, as we're getting to this point of the season, uh, obviously we've got this trip. You've got uh, – You've got then you'll have a, a bus trip to, to Bowling Green and then a trip to South Florida coming up uh, to face FIU in the month of November. So that's uh, that, that's where it is. We're getting down to the short rows, even though we're at the halfway mark of the season. Yep, you know all that's good. We got six, uh, you know those six regular season games and the bowl game, and but all we're focused on right now is this one. Yep. And, uh, Getting ready to play, uh, you know. Like I said today at the press conference, uh, you can't look at their record and think that they're not a very good team because, 
you know, I think they are, and they're very capable. So we got to be ready to go. We're going to dive into uh, Connecticut uh, a bit more, and we'll have uh, tonight is uh, is one of those shows where we can kind of go down a couple of different paths because we did have the open date last week. But we'll talk about some recruiting and scheduling and some things like that as we continue along. As you listen to Rick Stocks to Live from the Boulevard here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. And they never heard from him again. <gasps> Now that's scary, but listen to this one. It was a dark and dreary night. The man pulled into the convenience store parking lot. The lights flickered as he crept toward the counter and saw the new Halloween jumbo box, but he left without buying one, missing his chance at (gasps) $75,000. That's terrifying. I know, right? Scare up some fun this season with a new Halloween jumbo box, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's red. With heated seats. Serious air conditioning. And that uh, little compartment thingy, you know, where you put your sunglasses. You found the perfect car. Now get the perfect loan with Ascend. We've got low rates, flexible terms, and you can apply online at Ascend.org or at any of our branch locations. I'm going to name her Betty. Auto loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. Banking without the bank. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. All loans are subject to credit approval. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live tonight, coming to you from the Boulevard. Greatest sports bar and grill in Murfreesboro. Stop by today. Good time to stop by tonight. If you want to watch a little Monday Night Football, Titans and Bills coming up uh, at about 7.30 this evening. Coach, last time we sat here, we were getting ready to go to Lynchburg, Virginia, to take on, go, take on Liberty. And uh, 
that one went Liberty's way. And after after the ball game, and you got home and looked at film, did you uh, see anything? What, what did you come up with out of that one? Because Liberty, you know, in, from my eyes, un, uneducated eyes, is probably the best team we played all year. Yeah, they they were good that day, and you know, you've got educated eyes, so don't <laughs> sell yourself short. But to me, the two glaring things were. You know, we lost two starting linemen on the second series, and we couldn't block their front. Uh, we couldn't establish anything in the run game, and we couldn't, you know, protect well enough in the passing game. And then, you know, the quarterback was the difference in their, you know, our defense. We just we couldn't, you know, we just couldn't make any plays on the quarterback. He was he was special that day, and uh, to me, that was the the difference in the game that. You know, their quarterback was really special. And, you know, then losing those two offensive linemen, you know, we just we couldn't, we couldn't block, we couldn't protect Chase. You coached a long time, and, and when you saw the way that Malik Willis played uh, and, and the one play that, that made the highlight shows was the two-point play where he just extended and extended and extended plays. Is he as good as you've seen at, at doing that kind of thing? Yeah, you know, we've played against better passers, I think. Well, I know um, we've played against better passers, but as far as just pure athleticism uh, and running around, and, you know, we weren't the only ones. You know, no, when I talked to UAB, they said, you know, we couldn't tackle him. We had our hands on him ten times in the backfield and didn't get him down one time. And that's about what we did. And, uh, you know, so he's really special there. Well, that – I don't know that 2007, 2008, that quarterback at Louisiana Monroe. I remember Eric <laughs> Walden saying that, man, I chased him all over the field and still hadn't touched him. And uh, you know, he he was really dynamic. And uh, but yeah, he he's as good as uh, you know athlete back there as as we've ever played. I think. Yeah, and their their defensive front, like you meant, like you mentioned there. In particular, those two defensive ends. My gosh, they were good. Yeah, you know they they were good, and, and we helped them. We you know when when our guys went down, we didn't play as good there. Uh, but that's not to take anything away from them. They they're uh, really good players. Uh, they deserve the recognition, and you know they they whooped our tail. And uh, so I'm not taking anything away from them. They're good players, and. Uh, but we didn't play as well as we were capable of playing up front. Yeah, and, and one of the things that probably could have helped you had you been able to successfully run the football a little bit more uh, and, and, and trying to find a way to do that against them, you, you, you know, and it's something that, that you, you've been searching for all year. We've seen glimpses of it, and on a night like that, some of your best defense can be a good offense, and keeping it out of a guy's hand who is, was so dynamic. Yeah, you know, at, at times, you know, we, we were able to do some nice things, especially early before those guys got hurt. Uh, but you're right. You know, if we could have sustained drives better and, you know, moved the sticks better, uh, you know, that would have, you know, kept him on the sideline, obviously. And, uh, you know, all that all that plays into, in, into, into the game. And, you uh, you know, we we had some chances. We just, you know, we we got he hadn't thrown an interception, you know, all year, and he, you know, we get him three times, you know. So uh, we did some good things. We just weren't consistent enough, 
you know, throughout the game on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and up until this past weekend, you know, there were two. When we played at Liberty, there were two. Uh, Willis and Matt Corral had not thrown an interception. Middle got Willis three times, and Corral threw his first one this past weekend. You know, now, Chase Cunningham uh, threw for 230 yards that night and found several different receivers. Uh, Jimmy Marshall led the way, had, had seven catches. And looking on the depth chart that came out today, you all have officially moved him into that H-back position. He's been th- you know, flirting with that a little bit to this point, but he has certainly made some things happen. Yeah, Tim, and he's been there the whole time. Yeah. And just, you know, I, I didn't want to, in talking to Mark A.C. Owens, that, you know, I, I didn't want to come out and have a tight end labeled, you know, just from a, you know, a strategic standpoint because early in the year. But now we've played six games. Everybody knows where everybody's at now. So that's why it wasn't anything that all of a sudden Jimmy said, yeah, I'm full-time this, or we said you're full-time that. You know, there's more just, you know, gamesmanship, so to speak, early in the year that, you know, until they can figure it out enough that don't put it on paper for them. Yeah, and what does it – with what uh, Coach Dearman is is installing this year, what does it do to have somebody uh, with with his skill set playing that position? I think the big thing, Chip, is that you're able to be in four wide with Jimmy in a slot or flexed out, and then the very next play without substituting – you know, have him attached as a, a, an attached tight end or as a H-back in the backfield where you go from 10 personnel to 11 personnel without substituting. Uh, I think that's the, the biggest advantage of it, um, you know, because people try to match up personnel with you. And uh, by d- having somebody like him, you know, it's able you're able to do it without substituting. And whoever is in that position – you know, they not only do they have to have the physical part of it uh, with for the blocking part, they also have to have the mental uh, want to do it uh, to stand in there and, and, and when you, when they're called on to be a blocker. Yeah, and Jimmy's not a you know a road killer, a road masher, whatever you want to say, but all you have to do, you just have to be willing, a willing blocker, you know, and go in there and you know tie somebody up for a couple seconds. And, and Jimmy's done a really nice job of that. I think we may have tried to do a little bit too much with him at Liberty and overloaded him a little bit by, you know, he's attached. He's in the backfield as an H-back. He's a, a slot receiver. He's, you know, outside. So we might have, you know, slowed him down a little bit by giving putting too much on his plate. Uh, but, Jimmy, I'm really proud of Jimmy. He's uh, – you know, he's, done, he's had a nice start to his, his last year. Yeah, absolutely. I want to remind you, tonight's show is brought to you in part by the Murfreesboro Post. It's Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Post are just $20 a year for 52 issues. Visit online at MurfreesboroPost.com today. We will take a timeout. More with Coach Rick Stockstill after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Boulevard. Our show is brought to you in part by the Lee Company. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call 615-867-1000 or leecompany.com. And coach, we are mentioned, uh, we are right here at the six game mark. Uh, six in the books, six to be played during the regular season. And a lot of time, this is a, especially the way that uh, the open date fell right in the exact middle of the schedule. It's a good time to go back and, and, and assess and kind of see where you are. And 
from where you hope to be from and we'll start on the offensive side of the football if you were giving out grades midterm grades right now how would you uh how would you assess your offense uh I'd probably average you know we just uh we're not very good uh on third down uh, we're really really good on in the red zone uh i obviously we haven't established uh, the running game on a consistent basis yet. Uh, I think our receivers uh, in our, our passing game has gotten better. Uh, passing game has gotten better here each week the last couple, three weeks. I think our receivers are probably our, not probably, are our most uh, explosive, dynamic uh, playmakers out there. And that's an older group, too. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, we got some young ones in there contributing too, Jalen, Lane, and those guys. But, you know, those, those guys have been very consistent and done a nice job. And, um, you know, up front we've just been beat up so much here lately that we got to get better there. But, you know, so I, I would say average defensively. Uh, you, know, you guys part, have been unbelievable getting turnovers this year. Yeah, and, and offensively we've done a good job of protecting the ball too. Um you know, so we've we got to continue to do that. But defensively, we've done a nice job of turning the ball over. Uh, we've done a lot better job this year of not giving up explosive plays. Uh, we've done better there. Uh, we're a little bit better on third down, still not at, at a winning performance or a winning, uh, you know, grade there. We, but we are a little bit better. Uh you know, we've created more sacks. You know, we're putting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, but, again, it's just at times, you know, uh, and we've missed tackles. Other times we've tackled well. And, uh, you know, so average uh, kicking game, you know, we've done some really good things. I mean, we've blocked three kicks. We've had a, a kick return for a touchdown. We've covered good. We haven't kicked the ball the last two weeks you know, real good. Uh, you know, been pretty good, but not not as good as we were earlier. So we gotta we gotta continue to to get better there. Uh, you know, so you know, I, I'd say our kicking game. You know, you're, you're probably looking at a B. You know, the other ones you're looking. You know, been been average offense and defense. Yeah, the uh, you, you mentioned Jalen Lane a, a bit ago, and 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 being a young guy that that is contributing. Uh, kind of all over the field offensively and you know one of the things when you're around a program you know year in year out watching these guys get better and and I mean I think about Jimmy Marshall four or five years ago and boy you, you look at this guy and said gosh I can't wait to watch him continue to develop and now we've seen that same goes for Jalen Lane yeah you know Jalen uh, was a freshman last year he didn't have any summer uh, August and you know a shortened season, uh, you know, and then he, he's missed a couple games, uh, you know, this year because of, you know, illness. And, uh, but, you know, he's back and just he, he's a really special player. I, he, he does so many good things. And he's such a great young man. He's a great kid, young person. Uh, you know, he cares. He's a winner. Uh, he comes from a winning program and just, uh, I love his work ethic. I love everything about him. Just he's a really humble, hard-working young man that's 
got an unbelievable bright future in front of him. Yep, and uh, things are getting cranked up for Monday Night Football here at the Boulevard. They'd love to have you come by and watch it here with them. We'll take a timeout. We'll be uh, chatting with Mike Crispino, the voice of the Yukon Huskies, when we return after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com we're RJ Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. RJ Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. you slice it your game day won't be complete without soft delicious bunny bread and bunny buns an official corporate partner of blue raider athletics whether you're tailgating with friends cheering in the stands or tuning in at home count on bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy so pick up bunny buns and bunny bread today it's sure to be a winner that's what i said Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Welcome back into Rick Stocksville Live tonight. Middle Tennessee heading to Hartford, Connecticut this week to take on the Yukon Huskies. And Mike Crispino, the uh, voice of the Huskies, is uh, nice enough to join us tonight. And uh, Mike, uh, is, is was there a big exhale and sigh of relief around stores and, and Hartford uh, after this past weekend? Well, Chip, thanks for having me, first of all. Yes, there was a huge sigh of relief 
and a major weight came off the shoulders of the football team. It's been a while. They had lost 11 in a row, and the last few had been heartbreakers. Uh, a couple came down to the last possession. So early on, they were they were really struggling, and they uh, got pounded at Fresno State. Purdue came in and shut them out. Uh, Army put 52 points on them. So early on, it did not look very good. But the last four weeks, this team is improving under Lou Spanos, the interim head coach, and they've been ready to win for about a month. It just hasn't happened. So finally, they break through, and it took a last-second play, an interception in the end zone by the Huskies uh, to get it done. So, yes, the sigh of relief is big. The weight is off, and who knows what could happen going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in, in our area, we we saw the highlights of, of what happened in Nashville uh, against Vanderbilt uh, with the, the field goal uh, that ended up winning it for, for Vandy. And you're right, uh, as, as we have followed along uh, all season long, you could tell, hey, you know, these guys are getting very, very close. Uh, and uh, what has been the key to that, in your opinion? Well, they've been improving. They're a young team. Uh, I know people say that, but this is a very young team. Uh, Randy Etzel came back here four years ago and tried to rebuild it from the bottom up. Freshmen, redshirt freshmen, uh, they took a year off last year, didn't play, so they're getting more experience. They're getting older, bigger, faster, stronger, but they're still not up to the kind of speed that you need to be to really uh, be a competitive football team, but they're getting there. They, right now, they're starting 11 freshmen. Uh, they have 54 players on their roster that are freshmen or sophomores. They have 65 players on that roster with three years of eligibility left. So they're just very young and inexperienced. And, and winning is something you kind of breed that. You learn how to do it and you reinforce it by doing it. And they haven't been able to do it. So they finally get one against Yale. And I feel like the fourth quarter really, Chip, has been the difference these last four weeks uh, the opposition has won the fourth quarter. Wyoming, a very good team, came in undefeated and were trailing most of the game till about six minutes left. They were able to score a couple times in the fourth. Uh, UConn took it down and had a two-point conversion to tie the game, couldn't get that done. Uh, same thing happened at Vanderbilt. They took the lead late, but uh, Commodore was able to come back down and, and get in field goal position and win the game. So, And UMass, uh, on the road a week ago, they uh, were up. And then they were tied in the fourth quarter, and UMass scored the last two uh, touchdowns and won the game. So, uh, it, it, you know, winning takes a little bit of experience and reinforcement and a confirmation of how to do it. And uh, maybe they found out something this week. I, I think Husky fans are hoping that. Yeah, you know, the uh, I hear coaches all the time uh, use the phrase that winning is hard. And I don't think fans sometimes buy that, but it is. And just, just what you were, were talking about, and every program goes through that at some point. Yeah, no doubt. And but this, has been a, this has been a long, long time for UConn uh, since they were a good football team. Honestly, they've had 11 straight losing years. Uh, the last four, though, have been extremely tough. They've won three games, one game, two games. Now they got one win this season. When you're in that depth, it, it it feels like getting to 500 is a mountain to climb. But honestly, as I said, I feel like these last four games and fourth quarters could have easily gone their way. They could be sitting here four and four waiting to play Middle Tennessee. Uh, and they also lost to an FC, FCS opponent early in the season, Holy Cross, a regional opponent who's pretty good, but there's no way they should be beating Connecticut, but they did. So that just sh shows you what was going on the first four games 
And now what has happened in these last four games is that they've become a much more competitive football game. So now you can actually sit there and say, well, I don't know. Maybe it's a 50-50 proposition when they play. How will uh, Randy Edsel be remembered for his overall body of work there? Well, he'll be remembered as the guy that brought them into FBS football from FCS football. And he did a nice job there. He, uh, he recruited well. He developed players. It was a different time, though, Chip. It was... It was Big East Conference football. It was, you know, they had opponents that were way different than they play now. Uh, maybe a le- little lower level, perhaps, of opponents back then in the in the uh, 90s, uh, or the 2000s, I should say. Randy, 2000 to 2010, got him to uh, five bowl games in seven years, had winning records pretty much every year, developed a number of NFL players, uh, and they filled the stadium. I mean, they drew 95% capacity in a 40,000-seat uh, stadium uh, that you haven't seen yet. But when you see it, you'll say, hmm, this is a nice, this is a nice ballpark to come to a football game in. Yep, uh, exactly. I mean, you're, you're, I know exactly what you're talking about with that. Uh, when we come uh, this weekend and, and see this UConn football team on the field, give us a little thumbnail sketch of what we'll see offensively. Well, Steve Krajewski is a sophomore quarterback who had to take over. Uh, they inserted a freshman quarterback, UConn did a few weeks ago. Tyler Pumachan is his name. He went to a local uh, prep school here. And when Luce Banos took over as the head coach, they went to a freshman quarterback. And the kid played very well. Second half against Army. Uh, all the entire game against Wyoming, he played well against Vanderbilt. He's a dual threat quarterback, and he could be the future for them. But he's not going to play, I don't think, again this year. He's got ligament damage, so he's out. But Steve Krajewski is similar, not quite as mobile, not quite as elusive, has a good arm, though, and an accurate arm. And he's played well in the last four weeks, or three weeks, I should say. Um, so, yes, he can get it down the field. He threw a 60-yard touchdown pass this last week. Uh, they have a number of freshmen at the wide receiver positions. They lost a couple of receivers early who were sophomores, and they were very good. Cam Ross is out with a foot injury. But Keelan Marion, uh, Kevin Clarcius, both guys caught touchdown passes this last week. Uh, they got a tight end, Brandon Nemensky, that started getting the offense involved. He got four catches last week. And Nate Carter, the running back, did not have a great game against Yale, but he had two 100-yard games in a row prior to that. He's got speed. He's got vision. He's got uh, toughness to him. Again, another freshman. So those are the guys to pay attention to on the offensive side. And as you know, it comes down to the offensive line. And, and they've been without – Uh, Ryan Vandermark, their captain, left tackle, COVID the last two weeks. They missed him. They really did because the running attack just started getting going, and then he's out for two weeks. I think he'll be back this week, though. That should help. What do they hang their hat on defensively? Well, that's that's a big question. They they've been very poor on defense for four years. I mean, giving up tons of points, tons of yardage. It's gotten a little better lately. They're starting to get some good push from their front four line. They've stayed healthy up there. The linebackers, Jackson Mitchell, Hunter Webb, are excellent tacklers. Uh, their secondary is very young, a lot of freshmen playing, and they they surprise you. Uh, Trey Wortham came up with two interceptions this last game, and, and they were excellent plays by him. 
But then again, they can give up big plays and a lot of yardage. And and you just have to keep remembering these guys have five or six games under their belt on the college level. So uh, I don't know what they hang their hat on. I wish I could tell you. I wish, you know, defense breeds a, wi- a winning team, but uh, they have not had that. So they've gotten a little better pass rush. They're taking a few more chances. Jaron Horton took over as the defensive coordinator when Spanos went up to the interim head coach job. And he's been a little more aggressive trying to attack on passing downs. And I know a Middle Tennessee State's a really good passing team. So that should be an interesting matchup. Well, one last thing. Uh, you talked about early on when UConn had their really good years. It was part of the Big East football conference. Now, now being an independent, has, has, is, what kind of challenges has that presented from a scheduling standpoint? That hasn't been that bad. I'm surprised. I mean, if you look at our schedules mm-hmm. going forward, they're playing some excellent teams. Uh, they're going to play a Michigan one year. They're playing Army a couple years in a row. Uh, like I said, Fresno State this year, Purdue. They got some Big Ten affiliation games. They've got some games against ACC opponents, Wake Forest, Duke. Clemson. Uh, yeah, Clemson, Virginia. So every year they're going to play two or three big-time schools. And they're probably going to play two, maybe three or four regional schools. So uh, to me, it's set up for them to have a bowl-eligible team. They just got to grow up. They're going to have to hire a new coach, I believe, and and somebody who's an inventive, creative, offensive mind uh, and, and, and shore up their defense. And then, to me, they could be a team that wins seven games every year and be bowl-eligible and be kind of exciting in terms of the opponents they bring in. Uh, you know, bringing in Middle Tennessee State, bringing in Purdue this year, um, and and teams like Wyoming. You, you, we haven't seen Wyoming, but they're a pretty good football team, and they play in a good conference. So every year, we're going to be seeing four or five of those type opponents either on the road or at home. We're going to UCF later uh, in a year. We play Houston at home. Uh, I think from a fan's perspective, the the schedule of games is interesting. And, and, and when you get a football team that's competing and has a chance to win, I think people will start showing up in, in a big way. Well, this game was scheduled to play be played last year, but better late than never. And we get to come to Connecticut at a beautiful time of the year in, uh, in late October. Mike, thanks so much for the time today. Yeah, Chip, appreciate it. Thanks. All right, Mike Crispino, the voice of the Yukon Huskies, will take a timeout. More with Coach Rick Stockstill after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. And the Powerball number is six. I can't believe it. Did we win? Nope. But I can enter this ticket in Powerball's first Millionaire of the Year promotion for the chance to win a New Year's Eve party package and a million dollars. Okay, so did you do the laundry? Nah, but there's a chance I might tomorrow. Yeah. Make 2022 a year to remember. Visit TNVIPRewards.com and enter your Powerball tickets by October 25th for a chance to be the Powerball first Millionaire of the Year. The Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. 
Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The way we do work has changed. Where we work, how we work, and the day-to-day challenges we face as businesses have evolved. As organizations continue to adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We're your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Whether it's office technology and equipment, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, or digital communications, we can help make your workflows easier, faster, and more efficient so your team can focus on the core of your business. To learn more about what RJ Young can do for you, visit themodernoffice.com. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live tonight from the Boulevard and presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. Also, Bud Light proudly welcomes Middle Tennessee fans back to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium this year. Bud Light is for the fans. And our thanks to Mike Crispino, the voice of the Yukon Huskies, who uh, joined us in, in our last segment. And, uh, Coach, we've got uh, some time here. We'll talk about UConn a little bit more in, ju- in just a bit. But last week being an, an open weekend, you and your coaches were able to get out on the road. So uh, if you can, give us a little, uh, where are we in the recruiting calendar right now? And and uh, and what are you trying to get done at this point? There you go. We went out uh, Thursday and Friday in the weekend recruiting and, uh, we're still in the evaluation process or uh, t- uh, part of the calendar uh, where you can go see a kid play one time. Uh, you know, so we, we were out Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and, you know, went to high schools locally and, you know, out of state and then some junior college guys, junior college uh, teams as well. So we're there. We're still, you know, the NCAA hasn't, uh, still hasn't finalized everything what they're going to do with the transfer portal as far as how many you can sign and everything we don't have a big class this year uh with guys you know seniors uh because everybody could come back uh, you know i'll sit down here in the next you know pretty three or four weeks now and just kind of sit down and figure out where everybody's at uh, you know guys that you know would it normally would have had to leave this year that are actually considered juniors to 
figure out where everybody's at. Uh, but right now we've got a small class and uh, can't sign, you know, maybe 10 or 11 guys unless some people leave. So uh, we're still figuring all that out right now. Well, you got to sharpen your pencil for sure because it it is different with the super seniors that you yeah. have now. And, <clears throat> and we talked about this a year ago with the transfer portal. Uh, the the high school class of 2021 was kind of out in no man's land. Do you foresee this year's class, the class of 22, having things go their way a little bit more? Yeah, 21, you know, those seniors, high school kids, they got caught double jeopardy. You know, they got caught where they couldn't go to camps. Colleges couldn't come evaluate them. Colleges couldn't come see them. Uh, they couldn't come to our campus, you know, and then the portal hit, you know, where, you know, people, you know, you could evaluate a, a, a college kid, a portal guy, better than you could a high school kid. You know, so they last year's class got caught in that. I still think there's going to be some, you know, part of that where uh, they're not as heavily recruited as they were two years ago. You know, I think they'll be recruited more than last year because we can go out and watch them and evaluate them. And, and you did have camps. And we had camps and everything. Yeah. So, But I still think colleges are going to lean on, you know, this transfer portal. Uh, you know, I think they're going to lean on that more so than the high school kid. But I do think you'll see more high school kids sign than you did last year. Yep. Now, you know, everybody has their thoughts, and, and, and every time something about the transfer portal comes up, somebody says, well, they've got to rein that in some, somehow. If Rick Stocksell could write the rule for how the transfer portal worked, what would it be like? Well, I, I think the big thing is right now the NCAA's limited limited you on a hard cap that you cannot sign more than 25 a year. We don't have 25 scholarships uh, to give this year, but just say we did. And say we signed 25 guys in December. And then here comes January and five, seven, eight guys on your team say, Coach, I'm going to go in the portal. Well, right now you cannot replace those guys. You know, so now you're playing with 75 guys on scholarship and everybody else or somebody else could be playing with 85. You know, so to me, you know, it ought to be your the maximum number you can have on your team scholarship-wise is 85. And, you know, if you lose 27, you ought to be able to sign 27. If you lose 37, you ought to be able to sign 37 but stay at 85. And to me, that's the only, you know, fair thing to do. And then, you know, I think there's got to be something APR-wise uh, because if a guy leaves here or leaves any school and goes into the portal, that school is punished from an APR standpoint, and that's not right. That's not fair. You know, so I, th I think you got to tie it in somehow academically. Uh, I like what they've done where they've, you know, put a date where you have to declare you're going in the portal. If you go in after that date, then you can't, you're not el you're not eligible to play immediately. You have to sit out a year. So, <clears throat> I like that part of it, but uh, I just think that, you know, if a guy leaves, you ought to be able to replace him at any time. The, uh, and there's been some talk about raising that hard cap from 25 to, what, 32? 
Well, they're saying that, you know, that, that's part of the talk that. But still has to can, be under 85. Right. You, you can sign up to seven more than 25. So uh, if you lose, you know, 30 guys, 25 to graduation and five to the portal, you can sign 30 guys. But if you lose 10, you know, now, well, you, you, you can't sign 35 guys, so you're, you know, three or four guys short. Yeah, so they really interesting, and and it certainly has changed the way that, uh, that you guys do business. And even just how you have your recruiting area with Eli Miller and, and his guys, it's just totally different now than it was three years ago. Oh, uh, it's uh, – you know, recruiting is a whole different animal, you know, way it is right now. Well, it's just, now become roster management. Yeah, and, and it's constant roster management. You know, it's, like like I said, you know, a guy could come in today and, you know, I'm not playing, I'm going to go in the portal, you know, instead of fighting through it or, or whatever. So, uh, you know, it's uh, you spend an awful lot of time managing your roster. And last year, you know, by the NCAA giving, a, giving everybody another year, you know, it's made it difficult because there's a chance, you know, here in a year that, you know, you could, you could lose, you know, almost a whole position group based on because now they all get a year, an extra year when they didn't have it. You know, this guy, he leaves and the other guy leaves and it's just – you know, it's you. You, you got to be really cognizant of who you're signing and how many years of eligibility they have. And you lose a guy that you weren't anticipating losing. You know, now now you're short of a number at that position. Somebody gets hurt. Now you're really short. So it's uh, people don't understand how this transfer portal has affected colleges both positive and negatively. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll take our final break of the night. We'll talk about the UConn Huskies when we return our final segment of Rick Stocks to Live next from the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now, you 
trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Final segment of Rick Stocks to Live tonight from the Boulevard. Our show presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. And, Coach, we were talking about roster management and that roster that you were managing heading north to take on Connecticut. And that football team got their first win uh, of the year over Yale. And you, you, you talked heavily today about, you know, don't look at the record. Look at what you're seeing on film. Yeah, and, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you look at the record one and seven and you assume that they're, uh, not a very good team, and that's completely false because they are good. They've been like they lost a two-pointer to Wyoming, and Wyoming's won five games. They lost a two-pointer at the buzzer to Vandy, and Vandy could have, should have beat uh, South Carolina yesterday or Saturday. Uh, they've lost some close games. They're competitive. They play hard, and uh, you know this is a team that's very capable of winning a lot of games, and. Uh, so it's it's about us. I know it's cliche-ish, you know, and but you, this is uh, we got to prepare mentally, physically to go up there, and it's it's going to be a good a ball game. It ain't going to be walk in there and you know show up and they're going to give you a dub. It, it's not going to work that way. So you got to we got to go there and tonight we got practice here in ten minutes and you know we got to get ready to go and uh, you know we're hungry and. Uh, but, no, this is a, a team that's a lot better than, than their record says. You're on a national stage on CBS Sports Network on Friday night, and every college football player around the country that's on the road, they're in their hotel rooms watching. Uh, it's a pride thing for, for, for teams that play on Friday night because all their peers all across the country are watching them. Yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity for guys, kind of like, you know, tonight on Monday Night Football with, you know, KB, KB, everybody, his family, his friends, his uh, college teammates from here, everybody's going to be watching. And it's an opportunity to, you know, to, to play in front of a bunch of people, not in front, but play on TV in front of a bunch of people. All right, Coach, we will make the trip on Thursday. Game time Friday is 5 o'clock Central Time. Where our broadcast will begin at 3.30 with the Tailgate Show. Good luck. Appreciate you, my man. All right, Coach Rick Stockstill joining us tonight. Hope you'll be with us on the radio broadcast on Friday afternoon. Until next Monday, for Coach Rick Stocksville, Chip Walters saying thanks for being with us and good night for the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.